Beware the gaze of the Mothman, today on Podcast Magoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria. My name's Autumn. And I'm James. And today we finally made it to the third part. (laughs) Part three. And as we said at the top of the episode, we're finally getting to Mothman. Yeah. Old bootylicious bug himself, (laughs) uh, the Mothman. Arguably the most popular cryptid. Yeah. Right uh, now? Yeah. Well, definitely, I would say right now. Because, I mean, as we discussed previously in the 90s and 2000s, it was like Bigfoot and mm-hmm. Loch Ness Monster yep. were the popular guys. And now look at Mothman stepping yeah. it up. Yeah. With that big M energy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mothman definitely. Um, I, I would say if you had to have your top three, it would be, you know, Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot and Mothman. Yeah. You know, and then and then Chupacabra sneaks up from behind. Right. <laughs> um, like he do. <laughs> so, you know, the questions that we'll be asking for today's episode will be, what is the Mothman? Where did he first appear? And what does it all mean? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and dig on. Like, this is the quickest. I think we're going to get right to subject. <laughs> okay. Um, because usually it's about four or five minutes into the episode, and we're just gonna. I just want. I'm. I mean, I'm hungry we, for we, Mothman. We've been teasing Mothman. Yeah. For two episodes for two, now. Technically three episodes because mm. I started to mention them in the before the three parts started. Look at that. True. Padding true. for time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's um let's explore the deep lore of one of the heavy hitters as far as cryptids go. Mm-hmm. And start with the Mothman origins. Yes. The first, I guess, uh, most popular sighting. Sure. So it would be November 1966 mm-hmm. that a couple of grave diggers would uh, first witness something that would change their lives and the lives of the residents of Point Pleasant forever. And boy, did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few days later, however, and this would be where I think we get into the what's more considered the popular sighting of Mothman, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. would be a few days later, two couples would also report to police that what they saw was a large flying man with 10-foot wings, eyes glowing red from their car's shine. I like how I said that like it's a storybook. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that part of the story is definitely the one that I remember being mm-hmm. uh, reenacted the most oh, on yeah. television yeah, shows. Yeah, may it be Unsolved Mysteries, Sightings, you know, one of the standalone specials on the Sci-Fi channel. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is it. Like, this is, you know, when you think Mothman Sighting, you think driving the car at nighttime. Oh, oh, seeing Whoa, something. What is that? Oh, it's and a the, the the crazy music happening. That's right. While he's flying. Yeah, and then it cuts to like a specialist talking about, you know, dry, like highway hypnosis or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over the course of the next few days, more people would come to report sightings of the Mothman or the creature. Because, I mean, it wasn't Mothman yet. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting that 
you know, it wasn't just like your standard Joe Bob in the in the trailer park, but also we would get reports from volunteer firemen as well as uh, some contractors. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's definitely a little bit more of a wide swath of witnesses. Yeah, and the fact that it was so many people too. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, uh, you know, in, in the previous episodes, talking about some of the cryptids, it's been a handful of teenagers. Yeah. You know, maybe one, you know, very serious farmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this one was, it was just, it was all sorts of members of the community uh, witnessing yeah. this something. On different days. Yeah. Different times. Yeah, and that's, I think that's what's really important is the fact that, and, and also, again, and this is, you know, will always be kind of my thing when it comes to supernatural, paranormal, blah, 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 is when you have people that are unrelated, mm-hmm. you know, isolated incidents that there, there wouldn't be any communication between those people. Remember, this is 1966, so it's not like they were perusing Facebook. Yeah. Or, or you know, like, if if you weren't close friends mm-hmm. with a person, or if it wasn't on television or in your newspaper, y- you didn't know about it. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm sure they probably did do a newspaper article, but it's not like everybody reads yeah. the newspaper. Yeah. So and, and, and Point Pleasant is a small town. Yeah. You know, I got to do some of the skeptic stuff. Sure. But that still doesn't mean everybody knew each other either. Like, there, there's definitely a possibility yeah. there. The, the similarities, though, between all the reports would be the same, where it was a large gray man uh, with the 10-foot wings uh, with the glowing red eyes. Yeah. You know, kind of like with um, Kansas City Demon and stuff, is you, you kind of get the... Um, is it more bug-like? Is it more man-like? Is it an owl head? You know, that that's where... Yeah. That's where the description gets a little fuzzy. But, I mean, at the same time, a lot of these were fleeting glimpses. So, description is a little bit more challenging. Yeah, I bet a lot of these people weren't sticking around to get a full description of what they were seeing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Now, the county sheriff, George Johnson theorized that the creature was actually just an unusually large heron. Yeah, yeah, that's a popular one. Um, and As well as a local wildlife biologist, Robert Smith, he said that a lot of the descriptions had matched that of a sandhill crane. Ah, so some, some sort of large waterfowl. Yeah, big big bird. Big bird. <laughs> big bird. <laughs> Which, I mean, you've, you've seen pelicans. Yeah, uh, very much scary yeah <laughs> i almost got eaten by a pelican yeah. guys okay so, so I, and, and i mean a pelican is a huge bird yeah and so like if it was nighttime you know when you're driving on a back road or whatever listening to uh you know the top 40 polka hits of 1966 um, the monkeys or something yeah, the, yeah sure the monkeys <laughs> auntie griselda is just starting to play on the radio uh-huh and then suddenly <laughs> Your car halts to a stop, and you see a large-winged something. Even if it was a pelican, (laughs) it would be frightening. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) So, yeah, for sure, a lot of people just felt that maybe it was just these large, you know, large birds. Now, this is where I thought things are a little fishy here. And and this is where I'm going to poke kind of some, some holes in the Mothman lore. Okay, you gotta do some skeptic stuff too. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's because of the fact that a year after the initial sightings of the Mothman would be when the Silver Bridge collapse 
would happen. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Yeah, well, to... I mean, there there's some reasons why they think that it's the the same thing, and yeah. we'll we'll get into that a little later on, James. Yeah, I just uh, <laughs> I just wanted to to just kind of put a little pin in that for a second. Um, just go, hmm. hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, with the disaster at Silver Bridge, it did kill forty six people. Mm-hmm. Sightings after nineteen sixty seven, however, would seem to decline. For years. Yeah. Uh, until, you know, more recently in like 2016 where he had been cited. Oh, mm-mm. no, James. No, he's still being cited. <laughs> uh, just back in August, there was actually a sighting of him at the Wisconsin State Fair. Mm. Yeah. Uh, two workers were. Uh, okay. Let me let me put some context here. It was right sure. after the Skillet concert at the Wisconsin State Fair. Okay. We had two workers cleaning up after the show and they see a freaking, you know, 7-foot moth boy. Yeah. <laughs> or what they assumed to be Mothman. I'm just saying Mothman was a little late because I, I think he was trying to warn them of the, the Skillet concert <laughs> to not stay for it. Yeah, just... That, you know? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Sorry if anybody likes them out there, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting that at least we are still getting... He is an active mm-hmm. um, cryptid. But I suppose now that I'm saying this, this kind of opens up uh, what I kind of wanted to talk about and the link between Mothman and disasters. Okay. It seems like a lot of sightings of Mothman throughout the years have been linked to disasters, which has earned him the title of the Harbinger of Death. Mm -hmm. Uh, Too many. Yeah. I mean, there's been reports of him being sighted right before Chernobyl, days before 9-11, right before the Japan tsunami of 2011. I mean, heck, he's even been linked to the swine flu outbreak of 2009. Wow. Apparently, there were sightings of him right before then, so. Yeah, okay, so. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Well, at least, like, with those, he was a little bit more active right before it happens instead of it being a full freaking year. Yeah. He got better at his timing. The the timing definitely uh, varies. Mm -hmm. I've seen, you know, a few months to a few days. Yeah. I'm just like, Mothman, you couldn't predict 2020 for us? Right. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't have been around for that? Well, I I would dare say that maybe this entire, his entire run this whole time has been leading up to 2020. Oh. (laughs) He keeps going, dang it, it's the wrong year again. That's right. Yeah, he's just really (laughs) bad and he's a bio watch. (laughs) So now we got the origins of uh, Mothman kind of out of the way and a little bit of, uh, you know, and this is a good segue into the next part because Mm. we can get into our theories. Yeah. Which, you know, the theory would be Mothman uh, being a harbinger of doom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also what what could Mothman be? You know, is it just flashlights on helium balloons? Maybe. Mm. I mean, yeah. Just a big bird. Just a big bird. Sure. Over the years, there have been several theories um, as to what Mothman actually is. Mm-hmm. The ones that get me are the ones that uh, link him to aliens. 
I mean, why not? You I know, get, you know maybe it, he's like his buddy, the Flatwoods monster. And this is this is you know like I was talking about before is it seems like all cryptids usually link back somehow to aliens or of some course. sort of extraterrestrial. Of course, um, it's unexplained, so you yeah. got. It could be anything. Yeah, for sure. Some people believe that the uh, Mothman is an experiment, hmm. which mm-hmm. this uh, this hits a little bit more home for me because you know we have our own theories about weird experiments and uh, where I'm from, right? And, and how they get to this, uh, they link this to the fact that there is an area nearby uh, that was a former World War II munitions plant, mm. which has been lovingly nicknamed. The TNT area, since it has um, explosives still within. Oh, and that hits close to home for me, too, because yeah. it's just like Aniston with its mustard gas. That's right. <laughs> um, it would become a wildlife management area, which to me just sounds like uh, the perfect grounds for making experiments with animals. Wow. I mean, Yeah. I, I will say, though, going back to the TNT plant, apparently one of the theories is um, the person that actually owned that building was kind of Scooby-Dooing it <laughs> and going out there and trying to scare people off. So what, just dressing up like the Mothman? Yeah, yeah. And going booga booga. Yeah, pretty much, because a lot of the sightings were around this area, yeah. so maybe he was just trying to scare them off to keep them safe. Um, I just, like... I think that the theory can work both ways. What better way to have a secret government facility mm-hmm. than to have an area that is widely known as dangerous? Hey, look out. There's basically this place is covered in landmines, you know, more or less. Yeah. You know, so do not go here. So, of course, like, you know, everybody for the most part is probably staying away. It doesn't raise too many questions. And then you can have the government vehicles coming and going because it's also a wildlife preserve right and so it's just oh well we're simply bringing in tanks of water or tanks of food Hmm. you know bringing in feed for the monster i mean animals yeah (laughs) and so like i think that works but also yeah the the old man johnson dressing up like the mothman to scare those meddling kids also makes sense yeah because likewise it's still dangerous you know, like the, mm-hmm. the part of this that's not um, it, the only part of this that, that I would say is you know grounded in reality is the explosives part. And so if you don't you don't want teenage kids getting drunk, going out to an old warehouse. Yeah. And stumbling around and then stumbling over. Yeah. An explosive. <laughs> yeah. Finding C4 or some shit. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they, like so this kind of works. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as far as uh, uh, as theories go, now it would be in 1975. What I would say maybe would be your first wave of uh, Mothman mania, maybe, or, right. or at least, yeah. or at least maybe more more nationally getting the attention of the public to what happened. Because in 1975, yeah. we would get the book, the Mothman prophecies. Well, I mean, it was almost the 10-year anniversary of the disaster and whatnot, yeah. so probably a pretty good time to put out this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Written by John A. Keel. Yeah. The Marvelous Misadventures of Mr. Apple. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's neat. I haven't, I've never read the book. 
Um, I read it a long time ago. Yeah, um, I thought it was kind of cool that it's you know it's it's about Mr. Keel uh, investigating uh, the sightings of the Mothman from 1966 to 1967. Mm-hmm. You know, leading up to the collapse of the bridge. And uh, he would, in his book, share his theories and, um, you know, and even link him again to UFOs. Of course. Yeah. um, And other supernatural events that would occur during that time. Because Mothman wasn't the only thing that was going on. Um, I thought it was amazing that we would also include Men in Black uh, to the mix. Yeah. Which... Kind of tips it over to crackpot theory for me, uh, <laughs> but you know maybe maybe it's just uh, really fancy dressed wildlife preserve employees. Maybe <laughs> you know now with with all the the fun spooky stuff aside, uh, when it came when it comes to uh, at least the disaster with the bridge, I, th- this is the thing that gets me about the theories and stuff about Mothman versus the bridge mm-hmm. is. When you start getting to read about it, a lot of times they they'll use very specific terminology, which will be Mothman causing the collapse of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, and I don't like, like he, that. Yeah, he's not out there with a jackhammer. Yeah, no, he was trying to warn them, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you guys might want to check your bridge. Yeah, yeah, because they did discover uh, that um, what they think was the reason for the collapse of the bridge was that there were and I'm gonna get this is gonna get really dry real fast so, <laughs> so, um, is that there was stress corrosion cracking the eye bar in a suspension chain. I mm. mean when you say it out loud it makes a little bit more sense. Like yeah. it's a chain that yeah. holds it up. Yeah, absolutely. And, just and, corroding. You know, like <laughs> if it wasn't properly um taken care of and um Let's say it, it didn't have its, like, protective coating or whatever. And so, like, I mean, yeah. it, makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, maybe just they bad upkeep. Yeah. Maybe they should have done a better job of upkeep. Yeah. That's right. You know. <laughs> um, and so, you know, your Hoffman can still fit the narrative as being the warner. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's, well, hey, guys, watch out. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've, nev- I've, I've never liked people saying that it was mothman that did the bridge yeah it's just like if you could show me some um evidence of like bite marks <laughs> yeah uh, yeah like if he was like chewing on the thing then, then yeah like like a moth on your clothing in the closet uh-huh. then then i'll maybe I'll, I'll swallow it a little bit better except for this moth likes metal apparently that's right <laughs> um he's hardcore um of course the Mothman prophecies would um, eventually inspire uh, a film adaptation in 2002. Mm-hmm. With good old Richard Gere himself. Yeah, which from what I remember of watching the movie and versus reading the book, uh, the book was a lot more tense than the movie could have ever hoped to have been. Well, yeah, even though it, it was, it, they did a pretty good job with it all, but. Well, mm, um, they drastically changed a lot of stuff too. But. Well, I was gonna say because you had you had to make this like narrative about this character that really couldn't be fucked about the yeah. Mothman situation. Yeah, he's no. not investigating that really. He's just dealing with the death of his wife. Yeah, it 
kind of getting away from everything. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, oh, there's weird shit happening. I guess I'll look into it while I'm right, here. Right. He stumbles into it. Which uh, I will say, there's a lot of scenes from that movie though that do play in my mind, like constantly whenever I. Uh think about the mothman like especially the bridge part because they have all like the presents like falling into the water and yeah. stuff like that that's a pretty uh that's some good imagery right yeah there. yeah yeah like that part was good um i was not a fan of that movie um mm. and i own it <laughs> i i actually wow. own a physical copy of that film wow um, we yeah uh i had a couple of boyfriends back in the day james that were obsessed with it all so i uh, got exposed to it a lot <laughs> yeah i just um yeah i and i watched it several times like because i was just like because a lot of people that i knew genuinely loved the movie yeah and um and i was just like well what's all like what am i missing and so that was that was at that point of time in my life where i would re-watch stuff even if i didn't like it just so mm-hmm. I could maybe kind of brainwash myself into liking it. Because oh, my. I, well, because <laughs> if, if it was a movie that, like, was genuinely, like, you know, critically acclaimed or everybody that I knew liked it, mm-hmm. I'd go, okay, well, what am I missing? Right. And so then I would analyze the shit out of it and then still end up not liking it. <laughs> yeah, and, and Mothman's kind of like that for me where I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. I, I just think that it could be a different movie. Hmm. Um. We'll get to Mafia movies here in a second. But oh, okay. first, <laughs> let's talk about something that is the reason why we're talking about Mothman. It's Mothman. It's, it's Mothman. It's the month of Mothman. <laughs> and that is the, um, I'll go ahead and say, the worldwide known, world famous mm. Mothman Festival. Yes. Which is a bucket list. For thing. sure, yeah. Like, that like, is podcast Magoria. Mm-hmm. We like we like before podcast Magoria, especially. But if, <laughs> if we could get a tax write off on it, but uh. <laughs> uh, but like, I want to go so bad. Same, yeah. I have I have wanted to go since I first heard about yeah. this. Like, yeah, I didn't realize like how big it had become i know i um, know until the past couple of years um but but anyway uh the mothman festival uh takes place on the third weekend of september and i was not able to find out why yeah because as we kind of hinted in the last episode like the sighting started in november the incident happened in december yeah like the only thing that I can figure is that they made the the festival in September because it's not directly competing with anything else. Because yeah. November is Thanksgiving, December is Christmas, October is Halloween and all that, which it would yeah. probably work pretty good in there. Yeah. And I think that maybe the Mothman Festival is just a good way to kind of kickstart the, the spooky, Halloween yeah, like, season, yeah. You know, and so, but, but... But they probably do go all out for Halloween, too, over there. Probably. <laughs> I don't yeah. know any listeners in yeah. Point Pleasant that yeah. can tell us. Yeah, if you're <laughs> from the area, let us know what's going on. And especially, if you can give me a reason as to why it's in September, other than, I guess, it's the last uh, warm month. It's yeah. that it won't be freezing your ass off. Like, because... <laughs> You know, when I was back in marching band in high school, uh, I hated um, fall festivals and winter festivals, especially because yeah. you're, you're cold. 
Yeah, you know, and like I don't better like... better than summer festivals for me. See, uh, that's a that's an argument for off the mic. <laughs> um, but as we said, like every year, it gets bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. and it's not just like you know posters of Mothman in in the town square. And, yeah, and you're and, taking a picture with a statue. Which I mean, that's that is a part that of it. That is a part of it. But it's not limited to that. It has um it has a hayride. Ooh. It has the Mothman 5K. Ooh. Um there's guest speakers of course. There's bus tours, cosplay contests. <gasps> I mean, it's this huge thing and um they they it's gotten bigger than Mothman himself mm. because, like, they do have uh, Men in Black running around. Nice. Um, they've got. Uh, they, I, I know at least like. I, well, I think it was canceled last year, but the year before they um, they had like Ghostbusters stuff. Oh. Like it's it's they've they've really have um, taken the festival and turned it into something way bigger than just Mothman himself. For sure. Now at the center of it is the bootylicious statue. The the statue with the butt. Yeah, good god. They get <laughs> like they gave him dumps like a truck. Yeah, why would they have to give Mothman such a, a booty? <laughs> I don't know. Um but... Man, I want to go to the festival though and I'm going to cosplay one of the grave diggers. Right. Oh, um, yeah. Like uh, the I think the grave diggers don't get enough love in this yeah, story. Yeah, come on. They're their first ones. Um, yeah, like yeah, all the fun that I poke at uh, at the butt of of Mothman. He seriously does have the best butt of all the cryptids. Yeah. Lizard Man running a close second. Yeah, of course. Because yeah, Lizard Man's been doing his squats. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Now, unfortunately, due to COVID this year, um, and I, I was sad to learn that uh, that they they have canceled uh, the Mothman Festival again this yeah, year. Yeah, I saw that that was uh, pretty recently um, it was announced. A rec- too. Yeah, it was a recent choice. So there's a lot of people that you know probably got sucker punched by that choice. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, it's great for the safety of everybody. Um, mm-hmm, but for sure, you know, I, I like. Here's hoping next year that they'll be um, able to do it. Yep, and yeah. and bigger and better. Now I can kind of pull the pin out of the uh, the movie side of things mm-hmm. um, because the Mothman Prophecies is not the only movie that got made in regards to Mothman via uh, streaming sites like our good friends Tubi. <gasps> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't go a single episode without mentioning them. Well, hey. I'm just saying, just guys, saying. Um, get us while you can. <laughs> You're going to miss out. But um, there are several indie horror films out there to be seen that are, I would say, more in the camp of maybe, like, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. As far as, like, overall look and feel where, you know, Mothman is, is definitely an active monster. Yeah. As opposed to just being a dude going, hey, watch out. <laughs> yeah, I while I love that kind of stuff, I also do not like that kind of stuff because Mothman, he's not supposed to be scary. At least to me, he's not supposed to be scary yeah. and mean and killing everybody. Yeah, he's he's definitely kind of gotten like he's more of like the uh, the hodag or somewhere like it's a, it's a kind of a lovable you know um, like goofball of a uh, I mean he's scary looking. Like Hodag's not scary, but you know he. But he's 
I would say that he's probably one of the more, like, friendly of the cryptids. Yeah. You know, now, outside of movies, like, Mothman has been featured in video games most recently. Fallout 76. Of course, Which yeah. they just really, I mean, he's in good company because he does get joined uh, with the Snallygaster and also the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah, of course. So, you know, it's pretty cool that um, I wish that there were more games that had cryptids. Yeah, yeah. But I will say my favorite iteration of Mothman has to be him in the Persona Shin Megami Tensei series mm-hmm. because he's just a squat little little round ball of fluff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, with, like, you know, these beautiful, like, butterfly wings. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like that when you see merch for the Mothman. Uh, sometimes you get them where they'll, they're a little bit more literal, mm-hmm. where it's just like a squat, like like a plush furry monster. Like I you mean, know. that's how I drew them for yep. the postcards that I, the cryptid postcards I made. Yeah, little plug there. I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll have to feature those at some point in time. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. Like whether the Mothman is real or not. Um, it can't be denied that he is part of, you know, American um, history. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, and definitely is an icon for cryptids, um, you know, and uh, and as far as, as cryptids and cryptid, uh, cryptozoology. Yeah. You know. It, I do wonder if throughout time there has been other sightings that just maybe weren't reported or maybe they didn't know how to properly describe the creature. Well, yeah, that's the thing is is the fact that there have there's you know, and I guess this is a good way to kind of like close up the uh, the cryptid bag here for this year, mm-hmm. where you know, like the thing is, is with uh, with cryptids around the world and stuff, there's no telling, especially when it comes to the flying ones. Yeah, what ones are the same and what ones are different you know Mm -hmm. because there are definitely i would say plenty of cryptids out there that fit the bill when it comes to the mothman we had listed some you know last episode yeah you know just as equal as like some that fit the bill for the jersey devil or you know where yeah it kind of depends on is is the origin lore actually truly the origin of that cryptid or had it come from a time prior Right. Uh, to its initial sighting, right? Because you know? some people, I think, maybe just uh, make the make the story a little bit more flowery than with uh, with than maybe what actually had happened and such, right? You know, so here's hoping that we will see the Mothman again. Obviously, he's active. Yeah. You know, and so uh, so hopefully we'll see him, and uh, and if not here in the good old USA, maybe somewhere else in the world so the question on my mind james okay okay so mothman is kind of a meme when it comes to all the other cryptids sure and you know a lot of people do a lot of goofy stuff with the mothman yeah and we all love it oh yeah of course especially me um who do you think out of all the cryptids who would be best friends with the mothman (laughs) <laughs> besides lizard man it oh. cannot be lizard man that how about that <laughs> Ooh, so so there's kind of like a moth um um like a cryptid team uh team up 
I guess so. Okay, how about this? If we were to remake Monster Squad, but it was cryptids instead. Okay. So, but we definitely have to have Mothman. Okay. <laughs> huh. Who would you want to see him team up with and uh, terrorize the town? Ooh, all right. <laughs> so, okay, so let me let me set the scene so I can work <laughs> my brain around this because this is how it works. So it would be, let's make it where it takes place during the Mothman Festival. Okay, okay. okay. Yes, good idea. All right, so, uh, you know, and our main characters, band of kids, they really like cryptids, blah, blah, blah. Um, they go um, searching for, like, they go on a Mothman tour. Uh-huh. Um, however, they veer off. Ooh. When they get to the TNT area, Uh-oh. when they get out there, um, you know, and doubting that it's all real and stuff, they end up releasing um, the cryptids that it turns out there is like a cryptid facility out there. Oh, man. Where that's why we haven't seen sightings for any of the others. I I think that the Frankenstein's monster esque character, since we're doing mo- we're comparing this to Monster Squad, right, right. Um, I think it would be probably um, uh, the Hodag. Okay, the Hodag for because like I I, uh, I think he's kind of um, you know uh, lumbering. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I like him as as like. You know, kind of like with Frankenstein's monster, like little girl finds him and yeah. befriends him and, and, and like is giving him. Um, oh, I can't remember what his favorite snack is, but it's something it's something goofy. Like, yeah, it's I can't like, it's like, either. It's practically like Sonic's Chili Dogs or something. Or like, like Doritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, because uh, they list it on the web, like, the official Hodag website. Um, <laughs> um, it's so funny. And, and I, like... Uh, I'll I'll forever plug like <laughs> please go check out the Hodag website, <laughs> but um but yeah I, I like the Hodag being in the mix. Okay. Um, I think that just to save from getting um beat over the head with uh with clubs and and burned at the stake, uh-huh. like we probably would have to have some sort of of Bigfoot esque creature. Oh man. Yeah. You know, I don't. Okay. I know. I know. Um. You so, know, so, yeah, it would probably have to be either Sassy or the Skunk Ape. Skunk Ape, yeah. I'd rather it be the Skunk Ape because then there could be a lot of funny moments of, yeah, ooh, what's that smell? Oh, yeah, yeah, you do the fart jokes and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, who cut the cheese? And it's like Skunk, skunk Ape standing there with a, with, a, with a block of cheese. With a block of cheese, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ooh. Um, this, I think this is getting more into animated territory, but, um, you know... Yeah, I, I want to try not to end up basically rehashing our list from the last episode. But I mean, mm-hmm. like, I really like, you know, I, I like this, you know, I like the idea of the skunk gate being there. Um, I like, I like, you know, Mothman, uh, Hodag, because he's kind of like, he's not an overly popular one. Yeah. Um, I don't think an aquatic one would really work very well. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, unless they're staying strictly out by the water. Right. What, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, what's Nessie gonna do? Yeah, exactly. What's um, Ogopogo gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it would have to be probably more flying. Maybe it's a team of flying ones with, you know, mm. so that kind of gets rid of the Hodag. So your Snallygaster, uh, okay. Jersey Devil, and all that. Um, so well, just... the Flatwoods monster also technically. Um, yeah. He floats. Yeah, he's a levitating. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to see the Flatwoods monster if we went kind of like this full-on monster mash. Mm-hmm. Where it's not specific types or whatever, where it was just all those. And I think, you know, with the exception of the Bigfoot, you know, esque monster, um, 
you know, trying to go with all the kind of the B sides and the rarities. Yeah. You know, and so all the really kind of weird ones. Um, you know, uh, that would be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, ultimately, I think, oh, dag easily became one of my favorites oh, goodness. Uh, in this, in this le- you know of, of revisiting um cryptids and stuff um I, I think that would be it like uh that's got a lot of love for him. i really genuinely do and since he said i couldn't throw the lizard man in there i guess <laughs> you know that's that's it uh, well how about you like what would i just threw a lot i just said i you asked for one, I gave you a whole team. <laughs> well, obviously it would be the Flatwoods monster yeah. with the Mothman. Yeah. Mothman's already friends with Lizard Man, that's why he's not part of the team. Mhm. Uh, because see. they're just buddies. Yeah. They drink it's beer kind of, on the weekend. Kind of a, a, like, yeah, eat is, beans. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess with that team though, I'd probably also go with uh well, we need somebody that's going to take care of all the, the goats in town. So oh. we would have to have the Choopy in there. Of course. And plus, like, you know, it, there would be a lot of funny little scenes of him, like, scaring kids because mm-hmm. he's so, like, yeah. gnarled looking. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, like, God. And I, I guess Skunk Ape can join the team, too. Yay. <laughs> I, I just, I like the, the, both concepts of this being a um a live action movie that's kind of a little bit more straight horror but but you know kids adventure yeah like monster Monster squad Squad. but i mean i also would watch the shit out of it if it was if it was like an animation from dream dreamworks Hmm. you know um kind of like maybe the same people that worked on hotel transylvania okay um so you get these like really stylized versions of them yeah that'd be cute you know and then and then then that allows you the habit where the characters have uh the monsters have voices Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I would also like that to be like almost like a spinoff from that where um, it's a lot of mistaken identity stuff. Kind of like how a lot of the Halloween specials uh, from our childhood and stuff where you'd see monsters just getting up to, you know, boring people stuff. Yeah. But normal people freaking out over them. So kind of like Mad Monster Party or the Will Vinton uh, Halloween special. Yes. You know, like that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I think we'll, you know, and again, Hotel Transylvania does a phenomenal job of kind of hitting that kind of atmosphere with it but yeah yeah i don't know guys what kind of uh team ups would you want to see if if it like also if you wanted to have a proper horror movie that was just mothman right you know like how would you want it to be presented kind of like the the indie films like the you know the uh, jeepers creepers type or maybe it's something a little bit more 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 on the side of like animal Instead right. of being an, an intelligent creature, just just, just animal, animal animal terrorizing a, a mm. neighborhood, eating the pet cats and stuff. <laughs> um, so, like like I said earlier, I you know, hopefully this isn't the end for Mothman, and definitely not the end for the Mothman Festival. Oh yeah. Um, I definitely recommend guys to go out, uh, go online and check out the uh, Mothman website uh, for the, you know, for the museum as mm-hmm. well as the Mothman festival. They yeah. also do have some really cool designs for their merch. Oh yeah. Like uh, 
like when I was doing research and I was reading about the festival and, and stuff like that, of course I took a peekaboo at their shop <laughs> and I was like, damn, there's a lot of cool stuff on here. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. So, I've been looking at a lot of that stuff for a while. But I won't dare order it. I will only get it if I go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't it's know. Maybe special. a statue. It's maybe. special. Yeah, yeah. I might order like a little statue of the Mothman or whatever for the shelf. We do need the booty. We do need the booty. Um, <laughs> so um, that brings to close not only the third part of our cryptid special. Yes. But also brings close our first season of Podcast Megoria. Woo! Um, we did it. Yes, yes. We are taking a break to prepare for season two. Uh-huh. Um, you know, which, of course, returning in October means one thing. Mm-hmm. A return. lot of work for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Halloween A to Z. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited because, of course, James has made up a list of various movies that we could watch yes. for each letter. Yeah, it was quite the challenge. And there's a lot on there that I'm really excited to discover. And yeah. a lot that I'm hoping are not going to be Lips of Blood Part 2 for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I managed to keep away from sequels. Which, hmm. th- like, at some point in time, we'll have to address the elephant in the room, which is there's a lot of sequels out there to the movies we've seen. Oh, yeah. And the movies we're about to watch. Well, I mean, you know, we could have a special year, maybe. Where it's just sequels? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, uh, I, I guess we we don't, it doesn't need to be, like, uh, Thanksgiving. No, thank <laughs> you. Never again. <laughs> So I just want to take uh, the moment to sincerely thank our regular listeners. Yes. Um, sincerely thank our new listeners, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're listening to this at some point in time in the future where maybe, you know, we're not on going into se- season two, but maybe season five or six. Who knows how long this will run? Yeah, I, don't, I honestly <laughs> don't know. <laughs> um you know, it, that all really depends on you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as we're still and, and, and you know, this is a, a project of love. Yeah. So it's it really doesn't matter. Like if there was like four people listening, I'd probably still be doing this because I genuinely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I hope that we don't end up hitting going the backwards going going back to just having four listeners is yeah i like i like the thought of people out there being enthusiastic about all things spooky not just in media but also in um in the real world as well as seen with cryptids (laughs) so keep an eye out keep two eyes out i don't know three if you've got them I only um, have one though. Well, you know, <laughs> if you've got a jar full of eyes, keep all those jar uh, that keep that jar out and handy because you know we're gonna be posting stuff on our socials leading up to the Halloween A to Z, um, as well as uh, a few other little things maybe along the way. Um, so until next time, do as the Mothman do. Stick out that plush rumpus. <laughs> Take to the skies. Ah! <laughs> and most importantly, stay spooky. Ooh! Double trouble! <laughs> Bye! Bye.
This has been a Podcast Magoria production hosted by James Davis and Autumn Campbell. Music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Be sure to subscribe via Spotify, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook for behind-the-scenes information about future episodes and as well as other spooky things that we may be featuring in other Podcast Memorial Productions. And as always, stay spooky.